I mean, I mean, you know, we, we, we can go on and on and on because it's like, you know, it is, it is, you know, the variables of, of rope, which is what I love about it, is the fact that it's, it's all variable. You know, you have what you've learned, you have what you, you develop, you know, and um, I, I don't think, you know, yoga is very interesting the same way in that yoga, uh, which is actually one of the reasons why a lot of people hate Bikram from my understanding mm-hmm. of the yoga community is, you know, here you've got something where there's all these patterns and there's never been a copyright on any, any of it. And the way right. you learn yoga is you learn the patterns and you then, when you learn them well enough, you teach them and people do little variations on them as they find, well, you know, if you do this, this works a little better than that. And especially if you have this problem. So, you know, when, when somebody starts yelling, oh, this is mine. And you're like, you know, yeah, whatever. Um, I mean, on the other hand, conversely, I mean, um, uh, you know, it's interesting how people do try to brand certain things, but not in a bad way. I mean, uh, Maria Shadows had a a very interesting take on uh, speed bondage, actually, Mm -hmm. at one point where she started tying uh, monkey fists in the end of her uh, her rope and calling it endless bondage. Yes. You know, and it was kind of interesting. I mean, it was like, I was cool with it. It was, you know, she wasn't like going, and you must owe me, you know, you, you know, it's my style, don't steal it. She's actually, you know, going out and selling it, you know, please, you know, I have this to teach you. But it was, it was interesting how, you know, it was, she was doing something that was very Western, I've noticed, which is a very not centric kind of thing of putting a pretty mm-hmm. knot at the end of it where the Japanese just put a little, you know, they put a, 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 a overhand knot and we're done and we go from there. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, but it, again, it's, it's, I don't know, just throwing it. I mean, you know, unfortunately, Maria's uh, not with us anymore, but I mean, right. I loved her bondage and she's just amazing stuff. And I know many, 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 many uh, bondage enthusiasts who, you know, learned their bondage from her, you know, either, you know, from classes or from just, you know, watching her stuff and going, oh, wow, I can do this. Well, that, I mean, that's a good way to go around about it, in, in my opinion. You know, if, if you have a certain thing you do, a certain style, even if something as, you know, prevalent as Japanese-style bondage, if you do it well, people are going to know mm-hmm. that you do it, yeah. and they're going to know how you do it, and they're going to appreciate that. And at the end of the day, you know, while appreciation isn't my goal in terms of when I do bondage, but it is nice. And, you know, I'm happy when people like Absolutely. what I do. And, Absolutely. you know, that that's definitely cool. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing. And, and, you know, I think without having to go out there and scream at the top of my lungs, this is my style <laughs> and this is what I do, people know what I do. And, right. You know, and I've had lots of instances, and I'm sure you've had even more since you've been doing this longer, and people know you more than they know me, mm-hmm. where, you know, people will come up to me who I have no idea who the fuck they are, and they know I do bondage, <laughs> and they want to talk to me about Japanese rope bondage. And sure. I'm like, that's totally cool. So I guess, you know, I, I think it's it, it doesn't help your cause if you're trying to be known by screaming, I want to be known. Because yeah. then you just, you're just... The you know the person screaming and instead of the person who does whatever you know yeah. if you have to scream nobody wants to hear you I mean right and right. And, and if you have to scream well there's a reason you have to scream I, I I've always I've always felt that um, anybody's style and it doesn't matter whether it's rope it can be whips or whatever uh, is you know there's a, there's an integrity in just doing what you do if what you do is good people will see it they will right. recognize it if you're not that good you're not that good but there's also that element that and this goes back to that whole kind of zen you know you pull back on the arrow be the arrow kind of thing you know the the, not the be the arrow but the you know the um you know you don't exist and the target hits you you hit the target kind of thing Mm -hmm. right right and there's a certain zen to to i think rope tying to being able to throw a whip um or, or doing any skill really well where you you gain I guess you say style points uh, from the <laughs> fact that you're you're not having style, that you're not trying to do anything, that you are just you are existing within the moment and just being. You know, right. you you tie. I mean, I, I'm always stunned when people come over to me after a scene, whether whatever it is, and they're like, "Man, that was insane! That was hot! That was awesome!" And I'm like, "Huh? Yeah." Because I'm I'm just being me. I'm just doing stuff. I I don't even think about. You know, I'm I'm never ever thinking about the audience, which I find usually I end up having a bigger audience when I do that. Right. Because and I've had somebody go like, "My God, you're such a fucking show off." That was insane. I'm like, "You were watching," 
you know, I, because I was so into it and it just, I let it flow and I was throwing somebody around and we were doing some really amazing stuff. And, you know, I had a blast and then I'm turning around and there's like half the, you know, like maybe 15 people like sitting there going like in bleachers, eating popcorn going, you know, pants down, masturbate. No, we didn't have the pants <laughs> down, but, you know, just going like, oh my God. And I'm like, hello, were you people watching? You know, did we do something? You know, and, and, it, and it, yes. it's, you know, again, I'm not trying to, you know, weave my dick around here but it you know i'm so good man but it is it is that element of you know the best scenes i've ever seen are the ones where the audience and everyone else doesn't exist and i'd say the same thing about some of the best performances i've ever seen right. you know i watch uh some people who do great i mean zamil is an awesome performer i mean he's got a dance background he's got fetish dance you know fetish event kind of background kind of stuff and you watch him work and on one hand, I'm, I'm, I, you know, he's a performer, so there, there is a certain. I'm sure there's a certain ear to what's going on, but at the same time, it's so naturalistic to what he's doing that mm-hmm. he's focused on what he's doing. He's focused on on that performance and how he wants to move on how, not even thinking about how he wants him. He just moves. And if he were thinking about it, if he were, if he were thinking, well, now I pull this now, and the audience is going to go, <gasps> it wouldn't work. You know, it, it, it just, you, there, there was a guy who uh, who did whips in the scene a long time ago. He was very, very, very well known for whips. And, mm-hmm. and he was very much a showman in what he did. And the problem I, that everyone had with his throwing, not that he was awesome at his throwing, I mean, he was absolutely awesome, but that 99% of the time his throwing wasn't for who he was throwing. It was for the circle of people going ooh and ah. Right. And it kind of tainted what he was doing because if he if you know on the other hand there was an, uh, another couple gentleman a gay gentleman oh god i cannot remember his name he was very big in the scene back uh he had this beautiful um absolutely gorgeous set of floggers that were done in a flame style by i believe it was sarah lashes okay uh, who was a big uh, she was like the if you wanted floggers this was the person you floggers from at that time she no longer does does floggers she's i believe she actually owns a silicone dildo comp- company which you know hey fine Okay. But mm-hmm. this guy had this. I mean, I saw him do a performance at, well, demonstration at Tess once. And okay. it was flogging him, his boy, uh, one of his boyfriends, or I don't remember. I think it was boy, his boyfriend. But everybody in the audience was basically on the edge of their seats. I mean, you know, straight, not straight, by whatever. End of end of the, the the lights came up at the end of it, and everybody had you know if they hadn't come once, they had a hard, they were still having a hard on. It was it was that kind of an intense, you know, everyone in the room was sweaty kind mm-hmm. of moment, and the intensity that came out of it was that what he was doing was between him and the person he was vlogging. Right. The uh, style, the the grace, the 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 sex that came out of it. Um, we did, we weren't there. You know, there was right. not one instance at any point where anything he was doing could even be called showing off. Right. But it was entirely, you know, we we were complicit in it by the fact that he was in no way, sh- you know, calling our attention to it. Mm-hmm. You know, we were there. We were one with his body, as it were, and and, and that that's I think you know the mark of, you know any any good, uh, tire or or whip thrower, any anybody who's doing what they do so well, you know, and also any good performer. You know, uh, Lokai is a very good, you know, a, an excellent performer in that sense. You know, you you watch him, and if he is performing, you really you know unless he's you know specifically doing this as a performance you're you you know there's no sh- i'm not showing off for the audience and mm-hmm. it makes it so much hotter and even when he does it you know the the focus of his his performance is who he's doing what the theme of what he's doing right and he doesn't stint on it and again it's 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 a very it's a very important thing that i see a lot of beginning tops dominance etc kind of forget you know they get caught up in the whole tapestry you know i must wear black i must wear uh you know i'm i must have the most expensive flogger in the house i must have the most sharpest knives and and doesn't do anything you know these are the things that don't matter really you know it's what you do with them right exactly yeah you know it's it's what's important at the end of the day is important that you're cool or it's important that you know you're having good time and your partner's having a good time 
Exactly. You know, and and sometimes the two are connected, and that's totally mm-hmm. awesome if they are. Um, but you know, they don't need to be connected. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, and we're we're doing stuff in public for a reason, and a lot of the reason is you know we're voyeurs or we're we enjoy being watched, and I, I enjoy both. Well, but, um, I, I, I throw in a third reason, unfortunately, uh, which is yeah. and a lot of times because it's the only place we have to go that's not our bedroom. Okay, you know, yeah, good point, good point. You know, there's a lot of people I know who go to dungeons who are not, they're not exhibitionists, but, you know, where else are you going to find that really cool doodad that you can string somebody up on and play the kazoo at the same time with? Is, is that something new, uh, kazoo topping? The kazoo, yes, kazoo topping is, is very... Excellent. Yes, kazoo topping, especially when you put the, the sliding, you know, the sliding ones, because then you get yes. that in and out motion, very suggestive, <laughs> and it gets a good vibration. Right, right. It's it's very right. important. But, yeah, I mean, it, you know, you go to, uh, you know, you somebody that's like, you know, uh, I like going up to uh, the Crucible, which is in hiatus at the moment because they're, they're in process of building a new one. And I like Frazier's equipment in his, in his, uh, his own space. You know, he's yes. got some really cool shit and, you know, I don't have uh, a suspension frame in my apartment. I wish I did. I live in a Manhattan apartment, you know, um, I don't have an X frame. I don't have a lot of things. Uh, I don't, I don't have a really cool bondage bed with lots of little, you know, eyelets that I can strap somebody right. into. So, right. you know, I'm not necessarily going out to, you know, to, um, to show off. You know, if I happen to be showing off, well, you know, it's mainly because you're 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 a voyeur and you're watching what I'm doing, and I happen to be there. But right, you know, I, I, what I always find funny is a lot of people think I am an exhibitionist, and while I do, sometimes I do get it off in public by being watched. For the most part, I'm actually more of an introvert. I, I'm I'm kind of surprised when I realize people are watching me mm-hmm. more than the other way around. You're sure not exhibitionist because I've seen your junk many times. That's entirely another story, and and it's, we've just been at the right parties. That's that's basically oh, okay. A, okay, I've just been at the good parties, I guess. That, yeah, you've been at the good parties, the deal, and right? yeah, yeah, that's the deal. And yes, it has a hashtag, and oh god, it, 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 I, I find it funny that you know, and and you know, I'm, I'm whoops, just tap my mic, and you know, I'm fine with it. I mean, I, I love the fact that. You know, I have, I have my friends feel comfortable enough to, to make make humorous asides about what I've got between my legs, which is, yes. is you know, and you know, I'm cool with it. It's it's hilarious. Um, luckily, things do live up to to you know the billing for the most part. So it it's it is funny when I've I've actually had somebody recently who actually was like, "Oh my God, the stories are true," and I'm like, "Wow." cool yes <laughs> that's kind of wrong you know? unless the stories that are being told are not positive ones they're no but, they're all positive you know okay. they, they, yeah, yeah. It, it's you know <laughs> what was it what was it uh, uh yeah anyway i will to go there but anyway they, yeah, yeah it, it's you know well you know this this goes back also to i mean you know when you talk stories um and this is i won't say this is a style thing but this goes i think towards um uh people starting out in the scene, especially te- specifically teaching. And this is something mm-hmm. I find interesting. And actually you were in the same class with me when this presenter did this. Uh, we were at bound in Boston and okay. remember I got singled out for the, except for dove being a, a, uh, a, um, uh, uh, the, the, the teacher was teaching a, uh, uh, was going from, you know, a hog tie and a, um, and a, uh, was it, uh, a gakabe? Okay. And at one point went and did you do soft and sensual? Unlike Dove. Okay. And then he did it like about two, three, but he did like about three or four times more. Okay. And you know, here you're, you know, you're you're joking about about my junk. And the thing is, I've known you how long at this point. You know, you know, you've taken classes from me. I've I've hung out with you. You know, we're we're friends. You know, I I know you. Yes, definitely. Okay. I've tied your girlfriend up. I've you know, you know, it it it, it, it's you know, you're not you're not some utter utter bloody stranger who I've just met. Right. Right. And at this in this instance, where you know, I literally had the first conversation with this person like you know five minutes before outside. Uh-huh. And yeah, you know, outside class, went in the class, and I'm suddenly being singled out, and I'm like, well, you know, this is a class that uh, uh, Damon, uh, uh, Claire, and Damon were in. You were in. Right. It's a, um, I think Christian David might have been in the class. I don't remember. There's a couple other people in the class who were all, okay. you know. And I'm like, if anyone else in the class had been ragging on me, it would have been like, yeah, fine, you know, fuck you, dude. I'll get you later. Ha ha. ha. Yes. You know. Yes. But it was like, this was his first, perfor- you know, his first. Uh, 
teaching for this event, first time meeting me. And I obviously I, I'm known enough to the person that, you know, when we we're talking, I was getting that, Oh, you're, you've been doing this so long and I respect you for that kind of routine. Right. Um, but it was interesting because the things I got out of the gentleman in question was that he, he you know, he, he, he has a teaching background. He's <laughs> decided that he wanted to teach BDSM took right. about three years to take a lot of, you know, to take a lot of lessons and then threw a shingle out. I'm going to, I'm promoting myself, which, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm fine with anybody who wants to, you know, better themselves and do stuff. But mm-hmm. it, it, there was a sort of a, a, a hubris to it of, of, and, and foolishness of, of, okay, you don't know me. And, right. you know, I, I was having enough problems. I mean, this class was fine. It was okay. I, I had one, you know, I, I, had been asked also to critique his class later for a few people mm-hmm. uh, for some other event stuff. And I had a few issues with what he said. Part of it I could give away to nervousness. You know, when he uh, was uh, describing the uh, Gekka Ebe, he uh, indicated that the uh, TK involved in it was the Gekka Ebe. You know, it's, uh, rather than the whole thing together was the Gekka Ebe. Right, right, you know, right. Which was kind of like, okay, it's a big in class. Yeah, I'm not going to call him on it. It's not a big deal, whatever. He's a little nervous, whatever. <laughs> but it was just that one element of, all right, so somehow you feel you have to, you know, jack me around for this. I mean, you know, and, and trying to pump, basically trying to pump up his, as more people talk to me, uh, he tried to pump up, um, you know, his own cred as a, a teacher there. By you know, hey, I can I can joke with da- uh, with Dove, and it was just kind right. of like you know well, that, that's that sort of that's sort of uh, funny because again, going it relates back to you know uh, the stealing style thing where mm-hmm. you know oh, sure. may, maybe you know it, it, it's okay and, and sort of I think you know a lot of times we let stuff go, but then when someone wants to use our what we've done in terms of education or the scene to sort of build themselves up it's sort of taken like that yeah no i know i know exactly what you're saying yeah. you know it's one thing when a friend jokes around with you it's another thing when someone you don't know jokes around with you you know the same exact thing said from somebody that you know very well who who you know off the bat they're not actually trying to put you down it comes off as a put down from someone like that you know yeah no i've i've definitely you know, I've had similar things happen where, where you know, I, I I don't know. Someone takes liberties with with you because well, you as in me. So I've had people take you know liberties because um, you know, in the public scene, and I'm you know, uh, someone known in that I go and I teach in different places, and you know, I think that. Uh, I don't know. I was talking to to another uh, individual who is a presenter, and um, he was talking to me uh, about um, an issue he's having with somebody at an event, and and that he felt um, that he had more responsibility to to the people at this event because they were presenter. And mm-hmm. I said, I said, I said, you know, and I I, I really feel this way. Um, you know, you have a responsibility to your students. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the people that are coming to your class, you have a responsibility to teach them to the best of your ability. And, you know, and beyond that, you know, maybe I, I sort of feel like, you know, I don't think anybody has to, but I feel, you know, if someone asks, asks me a rope-related question after a class when, you know, when obviously when I'm not in the scene and, you mm-hmm. know, it's just a time where they want to get some information from me. I feel I have sort of a responsibility as, you know, a public face of this event to, you know, answer it to the best of my ability or at least say, you know, very politely, you know, this isn't the time. But I don't think mm-hmm. that it make it, mean, it means I have to be someone other than I am and I have to be, you know, you know, super polite or cordial to someone who slighted me in some way, you know, like, you know, and, and that's not saying that, um, I'm going to go around being a dick to people, even if I don't like them, but, <laughs> but you you're know, just a dick in general. It's okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, but see, yeah, yeah, that comment from somebody I didn't mm-hmm. know or I didn't like would be different than when I take it from you because right, exactly. you know, I know you and like you, yeah. but you know, I, I, I plus I, damn it. It was good comedy, but anyway, sir. right. Exactly. It's good comedy. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here to take a bullet for comedy. It's cool. Um, but yeah, 
yeah, but yeah, I said you know, I, I was I was telling him I was I said that you know I don't think that you need to have any more obligation than you would mm-hmm. as a normal person to this person just because you're presenting at an event, and you know, being in the public light doesn't mean that you know you you have to do anything that you wouldn't do normally as a decent person. I oh, think. totally great. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, look, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a polite person. I mean, there's, there's, I know some people who don't think I'm a polite person, but that's another story. But I'm, you know, and you know me. I, if I have something yeah. to say, you know, I, I usually don't, and I keep right. my mouth shut. And I, I find that people, you know, people reveal themselves as what they are, and they'll talk to you, and I just, I smile and nod. And actually, I got into, a, 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 I had a problem with somebody actually a number of years ago who got very angry because I didn't tell them I had a problem with them up front, and I pointed out that, Basically, what they had done was not worth my response, and I was nodding in green because there was nothing there that I needed to respond to, and I just moved on. Right. You know, and in their mind, I was two-faced because I didn't, you know, in their mind, I, you know, it was the old joke, and I, you know, I've said something really stupid, and now I take your silence as acceptance, and you agree with me. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, did I say anything to you? No. Well... <laughs> I was silent and I didn't say yes or no. Anything was your own assumption. And, right. you know, and, and, that, and that's, uh, I, I think, you know, we, we are, our, we are, you know, remember you're, you're, everyone's first impression is the impression they're always going to have at you from the rest of their lives, you know, and when you, especially in the scene, especially if you're, you're putting yourself off as a teacher, um, you know, I, I've I know a lot of people. I, I've helped train a lot of people. I've helped in, create an event and a couple of events that that have trained a lot of people. Okay, mm-hmm. but I don't go on my way to. I don't need to toot my horn, even when I was starting out. Going like, well, by the way, I happen to be friends with blah blah blah. You know, or or that I could joke with that. It's you know, what is my actual relationship? What's important to me is or, and even watching somebody else work is what is their relationship and what kind of relationship do they want, not just with their audience, but also with their peers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, are you being real? It's like, I love Damon, I love Claire, because they're very real. I mean, uh, Claire is pretty much exactly what you see. And she's, she's you know, I mean, you know, she, she's got chops coming out, you know, every 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 wazoo she possibly has, and we like watching when that happens. But, uh, oh, yes. God, yeah. Um, God, she's so going to probably rag on me about that. But she's somebody who, she's got nothing to prove. And even when she was starting out, she's been, she's so focused on what she needs, where she needs to be and what she is that, you know, whenever you approach her and talk to her, she's incredibly real, you know, and and Damon, you know, Damon is very the same way. Um, Actually, it was very funny. I was uh, originally when I I first met Damon, I actually thought he was angry at me and because he's very, very quiet and it took a while and we talked and I I finally realized he's very much like me is we both really have nothing to say (laughs) until you actually have, you know, we actually get in a conversation and then we're we're all, you know, like we're all friendly. Otherwise, we just stand there and scowl. (laughs) But, yeah, so I I really don't know anybody who you know, would claim you don't have anything to say, Dove. I'm just saying. Well, yes, but well, you have, I mean, I when I say, when I have something to say, I say it. But at the same time, right. you know, you, well, you see me at, at, at things. I, I will stand there and I'll be just as quiet as I am loud, you know. Right. Um, you know, you know, I've been at, uh, I've been at your house enough times where I'm the guy sitting on the sofa just with my mouth shut listening to everyone talk because, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I'm... People remember what I have to what I when I say things, and I find I've noticed that some people assume that that extends to every, you know like I, I always, I'm always talking yet I'm not always when I do I have something to say. Right. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, was it? great. I was about to I was about to use Gerald McBoing Boing as, as an example of me, and that's a bad example. I'm not going to go there. Okay. <laughs> you, 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 uh, Thurber's uh, I think it was Thurber uh, Gerald McBoing Boing the the boy who spoke in uh, in noises. Oh no, I don't know. <laughs> oh look up! Come on, man, read Thurber. Thurber is awesome. But anyway, yeah, I, will, I will. I will. So you know, I mean, but it, it, it's you know, I, I think that uh, you know, whether whether you're being a presenter or whether you're you know just being you, you know, I, I find that if you, yes, we're all trying to get into somebody's pants. Yes, we're trying to you know, um, you know better ourselves in a sense uh actually it's funny a, a friend of mine who um 
was written an ethnography on the scene, uh, characterized uh, the hierarchy in the uh, scene of learning. Uh, basically, uh, the more you, the more skills you have, the the better success you are. Mm-hmm. So there, you know, there's almost kind of a, in her interpretation, there's like a, um, you know, a, a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A culture, uh, 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 eco culture. Uh, you know, not eco culture. Uh, uh, the uh, there's an ecology of, uh, you know, feeding on itself of, you know, uh, those who, those with wild skills or larger skills or who can tout their larger skills gain access to you know the the finer herd of uh to, to graze on kind of thing okay okay and i was sort of like on one hand i kind of resented it on one hand i kind of i understood it and i was intrigued by the fact that on what she in my opinion she kind of misses that it, it that's almost sort of a middle territory thing you know the people who don't have to sell themselves you know don't tout their skills it's like I use a term uh, I call um, sharing your monsters or trading mm-hmm. monsters. When uh, you'll like you'll see some people talking about uh, who they know, and you think, "Wow, they're showing off!" You know, they're going, like, "Oh, I know this person," and "Oh, I play with this person." And you're like, "God, that's that's egotistical." And the reality of it is, it's negotiation. Right. You know, right. you know, because you're already at a certain level where you're playing in some pretty stratospheric areas. You know, of interesting stuff where. You know, if if I go, well, I'm into, you know, backspreading with, you know, with a large beam splitter, blah, blah, you know, you know, you come up with, you know, it's it's ridiculous to, to go there. But instead, if I go, I play with X, you know, yes. the other person, if they know who X is, goes, oh, really, we should talk because well, it, you know what X is into. It, it's your resume, basically. Yes, you it's know? a resume. And, and also beyond the saying, what are you into? It's saying that this person trusts you to do this mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. So, you know. Right. And also that person trusts you to be their bottom also because right. especially on those kind of levels of things. And if I'm, I hope I'm not sounding too mysterious to people, but you know, there are some interesting proclivities people have in the scene in terms of, you know, certain types of levels of, you know, whether you're into interrogation or, or, or pain or whatever, where people do some pretty specific things, whether it be, you know, they're, they're, create you know they have crazy mad skills with uh, needles you know mm-hmm. needle play uh or you know like i i have, I have a friend who's uh, uh significant other at the moment uh an owner is uh in medicine is a is a, is a doctor and okay. they you know it's like here hun let me sew your lips together you know yeah. hey let me intubate in, uh, intubate you you know and this yeah. is stuff that let, unless let, you let's do an ng tube on you which actually <laughs> i saw a test fest which i was i was like <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, that's a lot of trust there. Yeah. And unless that person has the training to do that, this is not something that, you know, the average person coming in and taking like two or three classes of tests is going to mm-hmm. even have any chops to accomplish. No, yeah. 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 No, no, yeah, no right. way. So when, you know, somebody comes up to me and goes, I played with such and such, I'm like, really? And I'm going to go, well, I think you're a little beyond me, or I'm gonna go. Hmm, we should talk, and yes. it, it, it's but it's it's an interesting you know this is, you know the way she, my friend's ethnography description of of the scene. I, I kind of look at that as the the beginner level, you know, when objects mean something. You know, it's like uh, years ago, a uh, flag um, uh, did a class on. Well, it wasn't a class, but it was a presentation when he was running the uh, uh, men's group at. Uh, helping run the men's group at uh, TESS. Mm-hmm. And it was on bling. It was on, on you know, accoutrements, you know. Uh, yes. Uh, things, you know, canes and cigars and flasks and stuff. And it was interesting because his, his take on it was these were these were things that were wealth to him, you know, rings. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and I said, that's not real wealth. That's nouveau riche. And I, I have a friend, a friend of the family who... Um, comes from a very wealthy family. I won't even say what city they're from or anything, but you know, it's like family has its own jet. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way with crew. And uh, the the person in question used to live at the Plaza in New York, and she actually asked, um, well, when she was much younger, and asked the uh, 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 what you call it, the uh, blah, 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 the uh, doorman, how could you tell people who have money versus people who don't have money? 
And the simple answer was shoes. Okay. And the reason for this was if they are if they they're usually expensive shoes, but tasteful, no bling, long lasting, solid shoes, old money. Right. If they're fancy ass expensive shoes, nouveau riche. Right. And what that what that says, and I, I've known you know I've I grew up in New York, and I've went to school with people who had you know were in families that had a lot of money. If you were old money. You wore old sweaters. They were damn good old sweaters, but they were old sweaters. You know, they, they right. you know, if you were, um, if you got to try, you're going to wear that gold Rolex. Right. You know, if you're not trying, you're wearing an equally, ex- you're, you're wearing a Rolex, but it ain't gold. You know, you're wearing something else. You're wearing mm-hmm. things that don't call attention themselves, but if you happen to know what the fuck it is, you know this person has money because. That's how much that thing costs, right. but it's an everyday item, and and that's and that's the same thing I find in terms of, you know, um, when you go out and, and and you get into the scene is the first time, and you're going to go play for the first time, uh, you know, people get that bling on, they get the nouveau riche, they get the things that they don't have to have skills for, but they have the really cool paddle, you know, mm-hmm. rather than. I happen to be me, and if you know what that means, we're done. You know, let's, right. t- you know, t- let's talk in that sense. And and it, it's it's interesting. I mean, I you know, I think the best scenes I've ever seen from people are people who you know. I saw somebody come up, show up with a paperclip once. It was an incredible scene with a paperclip. A paperclip uh, scene. Pa- it was a paperclip scene. Excellent. It, it was used as a it was used as a scratching, poking. Uh, ba- basically, the other person was utterly terrified at the end of the scene of this of a paperclip. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was fantastic, but it was a, it was picked up. It was a paperclip, you know. Whereas I've seen people bring in, you know, they've got the the the, the you know. There's actually a gentleman who come who shows up paddles a lot who's got this huge bag of of stuff. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean he's any good with it, not particularly. Right. But you know, he's got a really cool bag. Yes. You know, so I mean, what you I mean you're I mean how how I mean what would you take what would you throw in your take of in terms of like you know the difference between you know the 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 person starting out and somebody who knows what they're doing in that sense um well i i don't know i, I think i think you're right in, I, <laughs> all right we're done there okay fine now. Well, well, Sorry. Well, I, th- I think you're right in terms of uh I, I think when i started out i wanted to have a whole bunch of stuff and then my my bag of stuff i bring <laughs> slowly got smaller and smaller and smaller until yeah. it's one small rope bag and then you know a bunch of canes, and that's it. That's all I really need. I don't need anything. So, Madalio, what is in your bag? Ah, uh, a bunch of rope. Um, what's in my bag? A bunch of rope. I think like wooden hitty things. Well, how, um, how many pieces of rope do you usually carry? I usually carry probably like in the ten. Uh, I'll carry uh, five mil, about ten of them. Ten, mm-hmm. ten, 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 five mil. Yeah, ten, ten, uh, eight meter. Five mil pieces. Um, I'll carry a few random four mil pieces. Uh, a strap, some carabiners. Um, what else do I have in there? Prob- pro- I probably have a, like a blindfold, or like you know, or or you know, a uh, a bandana-ish thing where mm-hmm. that could be used for many different things. A small bamboo cane, and that's about it. Maybe some chopsticks and some piano wire that you were nice enough to give me. Oh, that's I remember about, that. Yeah, yeah. So the stuff yes. from, Zach, from Zach makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that that's about it. And I, I carry my cane bag sometimes right. if I feel like hitting people. But and you know. and you do have you do have one of the uh, Marlin spec things, right? From Zach makes, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah. that's not usually in my bag. Okay, so usually. usually on your yeah. Yeah, usually. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's that's good. Like I don't really need more. You know, yeah. I always have hands. Yeah, I remember hands when I first. I remember the first when I uh, I first started going out scene. I used to have this huge bag, and I had all of my whips. I had my eight yes. foot. I mean, I'm going to yeah. freaking Hellfire. I'm bringing an eight foot whip. Yeah, this yeah. is really smart. Uh, eight foot whips. I had all. I had all nine of my floggers. I had my king case. It was like, you know, I, I look back at it and go like, what the frick was I carrying all this shit for? Because like, yeah. I'd end up. I, although I used a hell of a lot of it, because like I'd close it at that. You know, going back then, I'd close out paddles. It was like, I mean, sorry, paddles. Uh, I close out Hellfire. I mean, I remember. I mean, the, the standing joke we uh, we used to have was, you know, you know, okay, the sun's coming up. Let's go get, you know, 
you know, oops, sun's coming up again. Uh, they have to go home. We need to leave. You know, was, <laughs> let's go back right, to Queen. Right. Yeah, we, we catch the cab and, and uh, get food in uh, a block from Alice in Queens, but it'd be daylight. Uh, but, it, you know, it's, you know, I mean, I know my bag at this point, because actually it's funny. I did a, a class um, at the Gru, the first Gru in Connecticut, mm-hmm. that uh, the Congru that uh, Gray put on. Yes. I did uh, one of the class. I did one class, which was on Hogtie, which was hilarious because literally it was like five people showed up for that thing, and then literally we were done two minutes later. It was that. It was like, oh, okay, there's nothing. You know, you, you already Fast got that. Fast Hogties. I don't remember what it was, but it was just something. I, I pointed three things out, and people went, okay, we like that. We're done, and that was it. Yeah. You know, but that's <laughs> that's the nature of the group. It's it's you you know, it, it's done when you're done, not you know when the teacher's done in a sense. But right. then the other class I did was, you know, uh, minimizing your bag. What do you really need? And this was because I'd been talking to Lokai, and he had, he said, was saying that he usually carried around like about 10 pieces with, I think it was like about uh, 10 pieces. That was it. Right. And a couple of beaners, and that was his entire kit. And I'm like, fuck, what the fuck am I carrying all this stuff? Or what do I use? And these days I go out, you know, all I've got in my bag is uh, two whips, uh, two of my signal whips. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my wheeler and my uh, heavy ass uh, axle and uh, what else um, uh, about 10 pieces of jute I usually have anywhere from another 2 to about 4 pieces of hemp mainly because the jute is more I, I like giving the jute a break uh, every once in a while but right. I also because since I'm doing a lot of tying in public and um uh, I, I like keeping the jute a little safer. I, I usually use for my suspension rope. I'll use a hemp instead mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. largely because I actually I actually lost a couple of pieces of hemp on uh, uh, one actually a test fest on one of the frames there that had a sharp edge on the upper. Oh, that's no fun. You remember that actually? It was a friend yes, of your, I did. yes, yeah, yes. And it, it was it was really I mean, you know, I I pulled the rope over, I yanked down, and luckily it wasn't. Again, I was using the hemp to as my main support rope, and I was just pulling up a leg. And at first, I thought the the rope had just unraveled. You know, the knot had gone on the end. Uh-huh. But when I did the second one, I was actually looking at it, and I saw the edge go, and you know, you know, lost a whole quarter of the rope. I was like, oh shit, and yeah, that ended up. But anyway, so uh, I, I like the I like using the hemp for that because it's much more durable. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, God, I've got I have hemp that goes back to about ninety five. That right. st- I'm still using; it's still that solid. <laughs> but it's it's it takes a lot more abuse, and right. I, I like the extra. Um, uh, 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 let's see, uh, friction coefficient, the uh, 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 strength rating on it. The it's a little stronger than the jute. Right, right. So. I'm not as worried that it's going to go, especially if I'm lifting somebody up. And it's like, you know, you want the extra safety margin sometimes, especially when you're tying in public and, you know. So, it, it you know, it, it's, so like I said, uh, you know, just the jute, uh, a couple of extra pieces. Usually either I have a short piece of uh, hemp, which I use as a suspension, or I have a, a couple of uh, uh, eight, nine millimeter pieces so I can do like uh, some simple stuff on people I really don't want to put my jute on mm-hmm. uh, a rubber paddle I have uh, this the tile material I have uh, sometimes a leather strap and uh, maybe a cane that's about it you know it's like I've got a Delrin cane because I can basically almost wrap it up and uh, one or two little bags it, yeah that actually I might I might bring out the stun gun but you know it's, it's like pretty small for the most part yeah because you know, I you know like I I don't you know it's like I look back on why the hell am I you know I, I I have only brought out my my major floggers for a couple of events recently because they've had me do flogging classes right right but it's just too you know unless I'm going to do a flogging that's just too damn heavy right yeah yeah it's too too much to bring out I mean uh, I've done I've done classes uh, where actually. It, at tests, I did um, mm-hmm. at test fest. I did a one one rope class where it just sort of is you know let's let's minimize stuff you know yeah. and and it, it's just it wasn't the class is is teaching some specific ties. It's more just teaching the concepts of of you know we could take ideas we have and make it more cost and space and 
aggravation effective and and just yeah you know floggers are great and some people you know if, if that's their thing to do obviously they're going to bring all their floggers with them right. but that's not particularly my thing that I enjoy doing and when I play with people they most of the time they know you know what if if I want flogging I'm not going to go to Mataleo you know like that's <laughs> uh, it's not, well, it's not really your thing is it yeah yeah well I mean it's not my thing you know yeah. and, and if, if someone who's a really awesome Florentine flogger, I'm assuming that people aren't going to go to them mm-hmm. to do rope. They'd rather come to me because that's sort of what right. I do, you know? Well, I did, on top of that, I always find it interesting that uh, like, I used to, like, just my rope bag used to, I used to have mm. so much rope. I mean, uh, I, I used to joke with, um, we had a running gag with uh, Mortis, the guy who started ShibariCon. Right. Because his big thing was he had a, a mile of rope um, in this huge duffel bag they used to take around. He had, you know, it was like rope for him and rope for everybody else, you know, for his classes and everything. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I, I pretty much had the same thing. And I realized after a point, you know, people were expecting, basically, I'd walk in a dungeon and I want to do what I want to do. And I'd have people come in, right. Dove, can you do that backflip with the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, yeah, I think I have enough rope. And, you, you, you'd have all this rope to do stuff in. And it was like I suddenly realized that I, I stopped being the rope tire and I became the rope ride. You know, I, w- I was Thunder right. Mountain, you know, the Thunder Mountain, you know, uh, roller coaster ride versus being Dove the Rigger. Because everyone's, you know, expecting, hey, do you happen to have bucket seats in there? Hey, can you, <laughs> you know, I'm like, uh, and... And one of the things I've also found with, you know, in paring it down is I can say to somebody very gracefully, I'm sorry, I don't have I don't have the rigging that I can use on you, right? right. You know, because I don't. I've, I've got you know I, my rigging is is uh, my rigging setup right now is set up for a certain size range and a certain style range. You know, mm-hmm. um, can I lift somebody who's large up? Sure, but it's something that I you know if I'm going to do it, I want to do it in you know let's plan it out and I'll see you at that date and we'll do something along those lines. Right. You know, um, although as, a, as an interesting, funny side note, I, I've always found it funny when uh, women think they're large. I mean, there are large women. You know, it's there are people who are large. You know? Right. And, you know, at that point, you know, my feeling is, well, if you if you buy a, 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 a hammock, you know, this might make things easier. But. I've had people who go like, oh, I'm too large to be suspended. And I'm like, how much you weigh? And they go like, oh, I'm like 120. And I'm like, so let's see. I tie up guys. Guys are usually about 220. Right. So they, they go like, I'm, I'm not 120. 120 is, you know, night. But, they, you know, girls will go like, I'm 220. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, you're going up next, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. that's really, you know. And it's interesting how people, you know, perceive what's needed from your kit because of their assumption about their own size in that sense. You know, I had right. somebody who once actually didn't want to go up because they didn't feel that my kit was adequate for their size. And I was like, uh, let me disabuse you of this knowledge. And I put right, them up right. and they were, uh-huh. you know, they were a lot of fun. They actually had a, they had a blast when I got them up, but it, 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 you know, I, I, I don't feel I need to, and I don't think anyone should really feel the need to try and accommodate everybody. Although, you know, you look at a lot of, I mean, I, I love Dez. I mean, Dez brings like the kitchen sink. Right, know, yes, and, he does. And he, but he, but then again, he rigs the kitchen sink. I mean, that, yes. that you, he does that, that, what does he call that? The, um, it's, it's like the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. yeah. Thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, oh my god, that's like it's an engineering masterpiece. It's I mean, it's awesome. Diz is fantastic, but it's just you're like, wow, that is a lot of rope, man. Yeah. And then, I love the fact that you can just pull one rope and the whole thing comes undone when you get the person down. Yeah. You know, that and it's that whole planning thing. It's that whole thinking it out and going, hmm, why do I want this to happen? But so, yeah, hey. So anyway, uh, we've been talking for a while. I think uh, let's see, we're, we've got uh, rope camp coming up. You and I are yes. both going to be at rope camp. So yes, yay rope camp! I'm going to have to put yes. this up soon. And Definitely. <laughs> let's get it up before rope camp. Yeah. Do you, yeah. you know where you're? You know where you're uh, bunking? Um, I'm not positive yet. Uh, we 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 sent in our request to Cat, but we'll, we'll we'll see. But I am excited. What's, this what's is- the name of what, what bunk do you want to be in? Um, I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not positive. 
Huh. I sort of left that up to other people to decide for me. Gotcha. But um, yeah, definitely we, have some friends that are going as well, so we're going to try to bunk with them. Okay. We we put up the uh, we created the the uh, uh, Murphy and I created the New York Riggers uh, bunk. Ah, so New York Riggers Association? Maybe, yeah. NYR Yeah. Sounds like the other word, but it's not, you know. Um, it's funny when uh, Mike Excellent. Well, I love it when Mike B uh, back when I first started going to uh, I first started going to suspension, Mike B went, "You're you're the head rigger." And I just looked at him and my I blinked and I just went, "Uh, oh, you said rigger." Right, okay. Right. Uh, yeah, okay, I got that. But uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah excellent you know it, we, we could have done it the new york you know new york new jersey riggers but anyway the you know so yeah. we've we got rope camp that's going to be absolutely awesome uh, yes i actually have to i have to contact him and tell him i've got a food allergy uh, issue with with cheese and milk and um also getting up there is going to be interesting because uh i've got was it floating world is right before it and then i have to be up at in maryland so it's like jersey back to new york then out to maryland so I, I need to get a ride up on on uh, uh, was it uh, Wednesday I think it is or get uh-huh. there Wednesday. So, so I got I got I got I, I have to talk to him about getting getting up there, which is going to be yes. Important. So see, I'm not asking you because your your car is going to be insanely full. So I'm sure. Yeah, it might. Well, anyways, let's talk off of. Podcasts. We'll talk. About, we'll talk. About. No, <laughs> I'm not putting you on the spot. Yeah, you know, yeah. Wink, 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 wink. No, just kidding. Just kidding. The, the, the yeah. Yeah. I've, 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 I've been in his car when he drives. It's scary, man. All so, right. Yeah, definitely. But let's see. So we've got uh, rope camp, uh, which is uh, who, who's going to be rope camp? That's uh, me, you, Lokai. Um, oh man, so many people. Uh, Gray's going to be Gray's there. there uh, uh, Damon, Claire, okay. Lee's going to be there. Yeah. I think hey, it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Lots of people. Yeah, it, it is. It is going to be in the middle of August, which yes is going to be interesting. Although the way this weather is, nice I'm sorry. It'll be nice and hot for a rope. Yes. Yeah. Everyone will get naked. You know. Yes. Um, everybody get naked. Yeah. What was that song? And everyone's gotta get naked. Uh, no, everyone's gotta get stoned. That was it. Uh, uh, by the with, uh, from the Doors. I guess so. Uh, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> uh, well, it, I, I'm just intrigued because with the weather, the way the weather's been lately, you know, everyone on one hand is going like, "Oh my God, August is going to be a, be- uh, a beast." Mm-hmm. On the other hand. This weather's so weird that you know we may have mild weather. So who the hell knows? I'll be super happy, and I'll I'll, I'll give thanks to the rope gods that they make it cool during August <laughs> rope camp. So I don't expect it though. Yeah, or or, or everyone's going to be seeing doves, you know, hashtag running around. Exactly, your hashtag's going to be all over the place. Yeah, I have no I have no issues running around in just a pair of in a pair of sneakers because God knows if it's going to be that hot. Screw the shorts, and it is, and that's the beauty of the of the camp. The camp is camp. You're in the middle of nowhere. You yes. know there there is no prying eyes. There is no sensor. There are no, uh, you know, you know, inspectors are not sticking their head in the door. There is no, um, you know, outside people who you have to keep your clothes on for. This is just you, us, the squirrels, and their nuts, and nothing else. And your nuts, and, and my and my know, nuts will be in attendance. Everybody's yes. everybody's nuts will yeah. be there. Dove's cock and balls like will this. be there. Yes, and yes, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure Medalio's cock and balls will be there too. And uh, yeah, we'll, mine may be covered, but you know, I, if you ask nicely, you know, maybe I'm we'll not see. sure. Hey, we'll if you get let's wait, if it gets hot enough, and let's face it, everyone's going to be naked at the pool. It's right. the pool. Good point. Good yeah. point. I think I think we'll basically. I think there's going to be a lot of water. I, I'm bringing. I'm going to bring my hemp. Simply because there will be water bondage. Yes. Well, actually, at Test Fest, yeah. um, I observed a pool hog tie, which was pretty cool. So Hot. that should that should be re, uh, reimagined at Rope Camp, I think. Yeah. So if, yes. if you haven't signed up for Rope Camp, I highly recommend you do so now. It will be a hot, naked rope time for all. You know, bring, yes. come one, bring all. Uh, rope, rope is required. You know, yes. please, please, if you if you don't like rope, eh, maybe maybe if you like being tied up, trust me. Somebody actually asked me this. You know, they were asking about the camp, and they were more interested in tying. Like, well, I'm not sure if I really want to go because, well, you know, I like being I like being tied. I'm like, okay, you're you're tall, gorgeous, young model type, and you're going to a camp filled with people 
with tons of rope. Yes. Uh, whoever this is, I don't even know who they are, but I will definitely tie them up if they go to the rope camp. I, I, and I said, I, if, if I don't tie you up, I know any dozen people I can throw you at who will, who will definitely show you a good time for the entire I mean, weekend. You'll be, you're going to be so sick of being tied up at the end of this event. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, actually, it, you know the picture. Uh, you, uh, well, anyway, I, I won't. I'll tell you about who 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 it is because there's actually a picture of them up on my uh, suspended up on on my uh, profile on FetLife. So, okay, sorry, you know, you're saying? Yes. No. No. Tell me. Okay. Tell me later. I will tell you later. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, so anything you know, anything else you want to throw out there? Because uh, I think you know, we've been talking a while. It's that time and. Yes, it is that time. It's late. I have work tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, no, uh, basically, uh, again, plugging us at JRE, come come out. Um, If you're in, you know, the the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area, you should come out. And um, what's the contact information again? Our contact information is uh, is www.jerseyrope.com. Or again, you can find us on Fat Life under Jersey Rope Experiment. Or if you have any kind of questions, you can always message me at uh, Mataleo. Well, at Fat Life, you can message me over on Fat Life. Um, and you know, I guess. Any other I'm email sure. address or anything like uh, that? Or? I don't have a kinky email address, so. Well, I mean, does Jerry have a kinky? You know, it has its um, own domain. Well, we have our own domain. Um, there's contact information on there. Okay. Really sure. Go there. Go there. There's contact go there. information. Go, okay. go there and find stuff. We're, okay. We're, we're cool, I guess. Dove has been there, so we must be cool. <laughs> you have my. I, I have rubbed against it, therefore I have given it my impromptu. Yeah, they're, they're nice people, and, and it's 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 actually a really great. You know, it's a great learning thing. It's a great place to hang out. And it's nice, low key. And if you've never tied, it's a great place to learn. And if you do tie, it's a great place to hang out, practice, pass on some stuff, and just you know, exactly. You know, hang out, hang out with the the rope roperati, roperati. It's like the literati. I don't know. I, yeah, I put in another of, word. You know. Yeah, that's a good word. We'll add to Wikipedia. Oh God, no. So anyway, um, thank you again, and I'll talk to you later. And. Yes, I hope thank you for having me on, Dub. I appreciate it. Hey, anytime. He, he's actually been hawking me about doing this for a while, so it's like I felt like I had that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> this is this end of another Dovecast. Hope you all enjoyed it. And if you have anything, uh, you got questions, you want to contact my Leo, he's got his information there. Uh, I'll also be posting stuff on uh, uh, the uh, page for this. Uh, so you can get in contact. You know, always good to put in the links for, for what we've been talking about. And if you have any questions you want to direct at me, people you want to hear me uh, interview or anything like that, you know, just uh, drop me a line. The email is uh, dov at w-a-s-h-i-n-a-w-a-s-h-i dot com. Dove at Washi-Nawashi. If you're at the website, just put a D-O-V in front and an at, and it gets to me. Or if you'd like, uh, feel free to uh, leave any comments on the uh, a, the um, uh, webpage for this podcast or whatever. Anyway, uh, hope uh, hope you all have a good night, and we're done.